You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. Once again, man, it's where has 2014 gone? Can you believe how fast it's flown by? <laughs> it's like just yesterday we were starting the year and rocking we're along. A polar vortex. <laughs> That's Remember? true. That is true. It was nice and chilly last year here in Texas. But man, so again, you know, the years fly by, things change, but our hope here at Sexy Marriage Radio, I think I can speak for you here, Shannon, is that things also get better. And and one of the things that's amazing to me is just hearing from our listeners at sexymarriageradio.com. So you can send those yeah. emails to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And we just got one that I'd love. And, <laughs> I know which one you're yeah, talking and, about. And you, we've talked about <laughs> it too it before. Too. <laughs> but it's just, I'll, I'm going to read it, you know, parts of it, paraphrase some of it. But it's just so, I think this captures a lot of what we hope to do yeah. and, and, our, and the message that we have. And so it just says, all right. I just found you, and all I can say is your show is awesome. I listened for seven straight hours the first day and can't wait for more. It's so great to hear your marriage, sex-positive, Christian-based message. Your show is educational, entertaining, funny, inspirational, etc. And then he goes on to talk about, I have to agree that married, married bed sex is best, but my wife and I also enjoy sex in our backyard. <laughs> like, I love that. I mean, because I think the whole goal is adventure <laughs> yes step out of the norm and yes. and if that means go to your backyard great go yep. there garden of eden there you go <laughs> absolutely so naked no shame <laughs> perfect and that's the whole goal is is just just married sex is the best sex happening and that's yeah. that's the goal and that's what we want to propose and that's what i want to make as a goal for 2015 for our listeners yeah but you can't stop there you you, you have to complete the story because oh. I will. Uh, it, it, the sex didn't just end in their backyard. It, 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 they thought that it was all private and everything. Right. They thought it had an extremely private backyard, and then they discovered that their backyard is actually the, also a flight path for the helicopters that are transporting people to nearby hospitals. So <laughs> the hope is that everybody in the in the helicopter was too busy on their job to not even notice what was going on down below. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> But it's probably like my son. Probably all they saw was his big, hairy backside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's great to be with you. And I am excited about our topic because I have to admit that this time of the year, it's my favorite time of the year and it's my least favorite time of the year. Right. Uh, Least favorite in that there's always, you know, holiday pounds to shed and, you know, credit card debt to pay off from the Christmas spending and all that jazz. But favorite time of the year because... The tree gets to go back in the attic. I get to kind of clean things up and get back into a routine. And I admit it. I'm kind of a buff about establishing some New Year's resolutions. Okay. So you're you're a resolution girl? I am. I am. Uh, And it's not just about, you know, losing weight or, uh, you know, cutting down on spending or anything like that. I I always make something about our relationship a, a resolution. And so this past year, you're right, it just seems like yesterday, uh, I informed my husband that we were going to go to Office Max and pick out a special journal, and it was going to be our relationship journal where we were very intentional about jotting things down that we wanted to remember about each other, things that worked, things that didn't work, et cetera, et cetera. 
And so something that we recently had to write down in that journal, uh, a couple weeks ago, I made the confession that I didn't do a very good job uh, communicating what I really wanted or needed from him on a weekend. It was bright and sunny weekend, and I was expecting that we'd go outside and we'd do something fun and have this you know great date experience or whatever. We wound up working inside the house all day, <laughs> which I knew would happen. Right. But... Um, I decided to put on my big girl panties and uh, it was about five days later. I'd sulked about it long enough and then you know, felt convicted about it, talking about it on the radio show that the very next day I called him and said, are you available for lunch? And he said, sure. And I said, well, I'm going to kidnap you at 1145. So I went and picked him up and he said, where are we going? He didn't know. I had already been to the grocery store and got a rotisserie chicken, yogurt, chips, salsa, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, RC Cola, all his favorite things. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. These are a few of my favorite Re- things. Reese's peanut butter cups and RC Cola. That's his thing. I yeah. love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. And I packed a blanket and I bought flowers and I took a candle and matches and I took him to Bergfield Park and just set up this lovely experience. And I just said to him point blank, I am sorry for not being more direct about my expectations over the weekend, but we are having a do-over. We are recreating this scenario and I am winning this time. We're gonna have this great picnic and I wanna just teach you what it is that I so often need from you and stop expecting you to read my mind. And so he loved that. So we had a lovely afternoon. And so um, just you know, being intentional about building up our relationship. So what are you going to do this year that puts some focus on the quality of your relationship? And I thought maybe we could talk about things that you could uh, resolve to do on a daily, weekly, even monthly, quarterly, or annually basis Okay. that will really, uh, you know, just strengthen the bond. And so obviously we're not talking about exclusively sex, but I so believe that all these things will work up to sex. Sure. That, that, and again, I, I love that quote that if you kiss her mind, her body will follow. Yep. And yep. I think that that's you know, true in reverse. I think that if a woman really, you know, is intentional about showing her husband love the way that he needs it or wants it, that the intimacy is going to flow naturally. Cause I know a lot of women are the ones complaining. Well, he's the one who seems to be disinterested in sex. Maybe look at the ways that you're approaching him and the ways that you're communicating with him outside the bedroom. Right. So I'm going to start off with a daily uh, resolution. I told Greg recently, uh, actually a few months ago, I said, I need you. I want you to have physical contact with me, even if it's just three seconds before we go to sleep at night. That too often the whole roll over and strain really strain your neck really hard to give me a little <laughs> peck on the forehead. Good night. That it just wasn't sufficient. That I wanted to be held, even if it was just three seconds, skin to skin. And he has responded to that. So just being incredibly specific yes. about what you need. Yes. What what other kind of daily thing can we do that just kind of keeps us bonded together besides a three-second oxytocin flow? Well, this is one of the things I've proposed before and, and still try to do. I'll admit this isn't a daily thing for me, but I try to make sure it's a regular thing for me. Is the, the art of the 10-second kiss mm-hmm. that I think as a husband— pursuing that with his wife regularly and it's not you know a kiss that involves a grope it's just a kiss <laughs> um, you're not trying to swab her tonsils <laughs> well no well sometimes i could do that but i'm not going after with my hands i'm just i'm holding her 
And, mm. and the thing about that is I love because around the six second mark, Pam will start to melt into me. I love that. When I do that. <laughs> and, and the, I've also found this works with just the hug that just go up and do a good solid hug where you're not leaning on each other, but you're also not, you know, rubbing all over each other you right. know, that it's just, or maybe a, it's just a back rub. It, it, well, it, yeah, it's just this idea of I'm going to stand on my own two feet and hold you and, and just let you rest on me. Mm. And, and I think that sets a stage for just closeness without saying a word. And, and it may lead to sex later. It may not, but the goal is just that, Hey, whoa, 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 I'm solid and I'm in this and I'm here and I want to learn to be connected more to you at times. I love it. A physical manifestation of what you want emotionally right. and right. spiritually. Yeah. And, and you know, think about a kiss and how special it makes you feel if it's done right and often. Yeah. Kind of like, a, who, who was that? Uh, that was uh, Clark Gable in Gone with Wind. You need to be kissed and often and by someone who knows how. <laughs> right. And this, and the, I love it because when you, if you start that, there's, there's a way, you know, cause lots of couples, the kisses are just the real quick, you know, the, yep. the hello, goodbye Heck, what kind of a mother kiss. gave you when you got on the bus from right. school. And, and even if you think about it, sometimes sex doesn't even have some good kissing going on. You know, mm -hmm. it's just kind of a, yeah, all right. I mean, some couples don't have much issue with this, but some do. And so you try to figure out how do I bring this back into my relationship? And, you know, I, the way I know to do it is you just walk up and you tell her, Hey, you know what? I'm going to try something different. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a kiss and I need something from you. She, you know, she'd be like, what? You need to pretend like you like it. <laughs> and then you just kiss her and then you just go from there. And, and if you can continue, and I think one of the, one of the struggles that I hear from wives is that the only time they're touched is when he wants it to lead to sex. Yep. 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 So yep. this can be one of those. That's why it's important. Fellas, no groping, no, okay, I'm coming back to that later. No, just kiss her and then move on. Yeah, and, and remember, and it goes both ways. Again, it's not just how she feels, it's how he feels too. Your spouse is the only one that you're allowed to kiss. So why would you not maximize that opportunity right. to just turn them into a puddle? Right. You know, kiss them like you mean it. Yep. And you, know, you mentioned just, you know, not grabbing them anywhere. I love it when Greg grabs me by the cheeks or the jawline or like cups his thumbs around the base of my ears. Right. Like it's just like grabs my head. Well, that's that different. I just feel it, yeah, yeah. That I feel as if it's just, you know, that's, that's what I encourage people to do when it's, when he grabs my head instead of my body, it communicates something along the lines of it's you. Yep. It, it, it's all about you, babe, yep. that you're the one that I want. This is not about wanting a piece of some part of your body. This is, I love your mind. Yep. I love your soul. I love your personality. I love you. Yep. And I've even had a client that I was talking to this about and he said, okay, I do that and I'm going to be turned on, you know, so I'm going to already so have, what? Well, but that's my thought is <laughs> he's like, I'm already going to have some signals <laughs> that, that I'm turned on. And if we're really close, she's going to know that. And I'm like, great. Just don't start rubbing up and down on her. Right. You know, I mean, just remember back to your high school days yep. where, yeah, you got turned on when you kissed a girl, but you knew that you couldn't go there yep. and you didn't die. You did not die of blue balls. Yep. So, so what if you get turned on, just put that in your back pocket for later, right. distract yourself, whatever you need to do. <laughs> Take but a cold shower. Yeah. Don't neglect 
that emotional connection and that kissing bond and all that jazz just because you don't want to have to deal with being turned on. That yeah. that's just not a good excuse. Because right, she's the... gonna feel she's when you do get around to touching her and wanting to get turned on and wanting it to lead to sex, she's gonna feel like eh, talk to the hands. Yeah. And this, she's yeah, not this is the warm. This is the uh, this is the art of the non-sexual touch. This is the art of just closeness and bonding that comes along from just touching each other. Yep, you gotta warm her up. Men yep. are microwaves, women are crock pots. Yep. Give her a chance to simmer. Okay, so <laughs> doing a little bit of that daily should go a long way. How about weekly? Something that Greg and I try to do uh, as consistently as possible is we have a date night carved out. And, you know, I admit that sometimes we just do something really simple, like grab something at the restaurant right down the road. It's not like we get all dressed up and go right. anywhere fancy or go to a movie or anything. Right. Sometimes we just grab some dinner and then go grab groceries together. Yep. I actually like it when Greg gro goes grocery shopping with me because I get overwhelmed grocery shopping. And when he is along for the ride and I don't have to worry about what does he want, what does he need, that I just can relegate that to him and just focus on what I want and need. It, it does make me feel very bonded to him. And when he's the one dra dragging in all the groceries and helping me get things sorted out and put away, I, it, sex afterward comes pretty naturally. Right. It, it, acts of service is his love language. So when right. he does that with me, I know that he's saying, I love you. Right, right. That's, so, that's in his wheelhouse because he's, he's just doing things with you and for you because that's part of who he is. Yep, yep. Acts of service come very naturally. Yep. So what else comes to your mind? What, what do you try to do? weekly or what would you like to try to do weekly in 2015 you well, could up your game too Corey Allen I know I, mine is and I'm gonna I'm gonna shift this at, after we go through what you want to do because I I come at it a little differently the the okay. overall and I, so I want to just surprise, present surprise yeah I know but I want to just present a different way to, to okay. kind of view this um but I do like where you're going because this is still good stuff um okay Good. So, well, and let me let me also interject in there on that date night thing that if you have kids, that needs to be a night of the week that they go stay with friends or grandma or whoever. Like, don't use the fact that you have kids as an excuse that we can't have a weekly date night. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. And you can trade also do, yeah, you can also just do the trade-offs with another couple. We do that with there some friends of ours that yep. they spend the night with them one night a week. Well, we do it on a monthly basis, what we try. And because that's an overnight thing. It's not just a night. Mm -hmm. But I also will add the caveat of if you have kids, implement the world of bedtime routine and make sure you stick to it. So that way, whatever time bedtime is, like my kids are young, so 7.30 or 8 o'clock, they're in bed. That gives us a couple hours that can be we can steal for a date night in yeah. the sense of we're in the house and we can hang out together without the kids. And, yeah. and that's an intentional thing. It's not just we just sit down and now watch TV. It's, I was going to say, and, sometimes and you we'll don't play pick a up game. your laptop or your cell phone, do you? Well, no, we don't do that unless we're picking up our iPads to play each other in Battleship. Oh, okay. Which, that's kind of one of our <laughs> new things we're doing. It's a lot of fun. But it's one of those that it's intentional, and that's the goal, is just find times where you have an intentional moment together. Mm -hmm. And let me also add, I came across this last year when it comes to um, having kids get in the way. If you're in a scenario where you have a little bit of an older child, and like it's mine, who's nine, she at this point in her life, and she's wants to be in charge whenever it's, you know, can I be in charge of us? You know, her and her, her brother. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, well, not really, you know, because there's only two years difference. So it's not like your major responsibility right now. But but there's things where I came across a, a friend of mine that she has three kids. The oldest is like 10. And the, the 10 year old was always trying to 
I want to babysit. I want to be in charge of the my younger siblings. So they actually once a week came up with a way for her to do that. And what they would do is they would get dinner cooked and then the 10-year-old would have to feed, make sure the kids ate and got in bed. And meanwhile, mom and dad took their meal and went up to their room and just stayed in the room the whole night. So the oldest is in charge, but mom and dad are in the house. There you go. So it's kind of a trial run to learn to babysit and to learn to be responsible for other people. And I was like, that's brilliant because now mom and dad get a chance to just have an evening. You know, there you go. <laughs> so where there's a will, there's a way. Right. And so just having the possibilities of just thinking creatively can change that dynamic to where just find moments to steal with each other and and let them just, you know, let your let your spouse know you're important for me, even if it's just an hour together that and, I, I'm stealing and, this with you. And what a gift to give your kids yep. to show that marriage is a priority. And and I said to Greg last night, it was one of those uh, extended three second hugs that he was giving me last night where I just kind of stayed in his arms for a bit. And we were talking and my son came in from the garage apartment and you know, we had to throw covers over us and everything, but we just decided we don't need to like roll to our separate sides of the bed just because our 19 year old son is walking in. He can see us holding each other. And, and yep. I think that that does give kids a sense of security yep. that, Hey, I can grow up and develop my own life. And my parents are going to take care of each other because they like each other. They love each other. Right. Yeah. All right. So monthly. Okay. I think that it's our responsibility to create at least a once a month over the top hot sexual experience. Okay. Like better than Hollywood type of sex. <laughs> I just think that the routine, okay, two or three times a week sex, it's great two or three times a week. It is, you know, or even once or twice a week or whatever, what, you know, whatever your routine is. But I just think that once a month you need to break the mold. Right. And do something out of the norm. Right. Whether that's a different position, whether that's infuse it with a particular fantasy that arouses you both, whether that's talking a little more racy to each other, whether that's using a new Covenant Spice toy or lube or whatever. I just think that there needs to be something to spice it up about once a month. Thoughts? Yeah, I like that. Just because it's it's uh, adding novelty and being consistent with it. Yeah. Because routine can be a major killer for passion in life and in relationship. Yes. Breaking out of the predictability rut. Yep. I've, I've yep. actually written a couple of times and referred to the idea that the biggest marriage killer there is, is all the monotonous time couples spend together, meaning meaningless monotonous time couples spend together. Yeah. Years and years and years yep. of the same stuff over yep. and over again. That's yep. where that joke comes from of where you can go to a restaurant and see all these couples out to dinner and the ones that aren't talking are the ones that are married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's just sad, but there's also some truth to it. Yeah, it is sad. Or the ones that are married are the ones that are on their cell phone. Yeah. Or I, I, I saw, a, or I'm going to keep coming back to this over and over the rest of my life, probably, because I do think it's a big problem in relationships. But I saw a cartoon where a, a girl says to her date, can I strap your cell phone onto my forehead so that I can at least pretend that you're looking at me when I'm talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> that's so, yeah, good. Okay, so we've got a daily hug or kiss, a weekly date night, monthly hot sex, quarterly. I think that you should carve out an entire weekend to just get away from right. everybody and everything. Yeah. Um, and we kind of take turns back and forth. We love VRBO.com, vacation yep. rentals by owner. Uh, you know, it just, you never know what you're going to get. Yep. And you can surf for something that just totally floats your boat. And I don't think that we've ever really been disappointed with a vacation rental 
uh, you know, we try to look for something on a lake or something in a city with a lot of activities and cultural stuff that we would enjoy together or whatever, but just getting out of that daily routine yep. of work and dinner and bed yep. and, and just go somewhere a little exciting and it doesn't have to be expensive. I think that you can do a weekend away for less than $300. Well, that's a hundred dollars a month that you need to be saving up. That's $25 a week. There are some people who spend that much at Starbucks alone. Yep. So you have to make it a financial party, but I do think that the the quarterly getaway, it's just that's just a really exciting time for us. Yeah, I like it. And I, I've actually met a couple that they have done the quarterly getaway mindset, but they also have added to it they go to some sort of marriage related something if possible too. Like an, Oh, that's good. Like an enrichment seminar or a romance weekend or something that somebody else is putting on. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's not only do they get the time to get away, but they also get some you know, educational information or I wonder some... if you and I shouldn't consider doing that type of thing for our listeners someday. Deal. We would love to have your feedback on that yep. listeners. Deal. You, send it, send it would you... Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Yeah. Yeah. Or nay. Would, you, would you be willing <laughs> to fly to DFW airport in Texas to attend a weekend? If Corey and I were hosting a sexy marriage getaway weekend, Yep, that'd be awesome. Okay. So annually, okay. What can couples do at least once a year? to really be intentional about keeping things on target. I, I thought of, you know, like once a year we will sit down and have kind of a state of the marriage address, kind of like a state of the union yep. address. And, and we look at things like our wills updated. We look at things like, are we sticking to our Dave Ramsey financial budgets and mm -hmm. are we saving the money toward the goals that we have for this next, you know, vacation or, you know, kids college funds or whatever. Uh, that we kind of just take an aerial view of the whole marriage and family dynamic and just, you know, map out some strategies for, okay, we need to make these adjustments and, and this is how I'm feeling at this particular stage in the game. And, and you just need to be open to whatever your spouse shares with you. It's not an attack. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're trying to create conflict. It's that they're honestly being open and vulnerable about how they're feeling and they they have a right to their feelings. Their feelings aren't right or wrong, good or bad. They're just feelings. Right. So this is just an opportunity to check each other's pulse and find out how are we doing? How I like am it. I doing? I like it. That, All right. That's a good thing just because that's, that's also allows you to bring in the dreams, the goals, you know, the big plans. I think of this, this has kind of evolved by, luck, I guess, for Pam and I. Um, I married a woman that loves road trips. Mm -hmm. One of her favorite things is, road trip. is getting in the car and going somewhere with me and with it, you. a long way away. You know, yeah. she doesn't. So it's it, some of our friends crack up because we go places, you know, that are 15, 16 hours. And they're like, why don't you just fly? Because we like the road trip. You know, we, huh. we just go and it, we stop and see things or... It's cheaper, you know, especially when you got kids involved yeah. and you're taking them. But she, we have times where we do these long conversations that are the dreams and the plans and the just blank slate. What do we want to create kind of conversations while we're driving? Because Love it. what else are you going to do? You know, you, you got all, she's actually, the way we came about this is because she figured out that's when we can do budget talk. And I don't like budget talk. And so if I'm, if I can't <laughs> get out of the car, I can't go anywhere, you know, <laughs> get a captive audience. exactly. So she's a smart woman and has figured out, okay, when we're driving across the plains of Texas, there ain't nowhere he's running. Let's start talking money, you know, <laughs> so, 
but it's it's a great kind of a all right where are we as a family where are we as a couple what do we want what kind of story are we creating you know what's what's missing what's great all of that that's a good thing i love that so you said you come at this from a slightly different angle. Have I, you already gone there or are you ready to go there? No, it, it's just kind of adding the, a different caveat to the idea of the resolutions. And okay. because the, the one thing that I've come across so much in my world of the psychology world is everybody wants to, but nobody follows it. You know? Right. Like, everybody I got this wants the results, but nobody wants right. to do the work. I, I got the New Year's resolution and January 1st, I'm done with the resolution because it didn't work because I had that cupcake when I said I wasn't going to. Um, so I've, I've come down with, um, I've kind of tried to simplify it into defining, okay, what it's like what you talked about. We talked about uh, on the episode of, uh, creating an environment for sex on what two words do you want to come to mind with your house or what two mm. words do you want to come to mind with your bedroom? I, I've come down to what are the word or words I want to focus on this year. I like that. And uh, what this actually came, comes from my wife a little bit because she last year um, had defined, just kind of came down to this idea of I, my, my word this year is action. I'm going to be a woman that takes action. And that's actually what precipitated her quitting the job she had and moving to one that's more flexible that starts to be more in line with what she wants in her life. And good for her. Absolutely. And mine last year was intentional. I was trying to be very intentional with what I was about. And so I've, I've kind of honed it down into just pick one to three words that you want to define what you're focusing on in every aspect of your life this year. And Chris Brogan talks about this with the three words or the three things that you're going to focus on. And he does it on a one's personal, one's relational and one's business. And so you just come to those three words and you write them where you'll see them every single day. And if something is, you're presented with something that doesn't fit with one of those three words, you learn the art of saying no. So that way you can stay focused on what you really want to be about. I like this plan. Um, tell me some other words besides being a woman of action and being intentional. Um, like the word that came to my mind was consistent. There you go. That uh, works. That, that I, I admit it. I'm really bad about creating some sort of a workout plan for the week of how often I'm going to go to the gym and da, da, da. And I'm really gung ho about it for a short period of time, but I don't stay consistent with it. And then you lose the results. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, I think it could be, there's, what are some three words that are just words in general that you could, that you could focus on that. It would be all right. Here's here's a couple. It could be um, equip that I'm 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 spending this year just equipping myself for for whatever goals or plans I've got. And so mm -hmm. I'm gonna that may mean I need to take some classes or I need to rearrange. Uh, another word could be simplify. We've done this one before as a family mm -hmm. of just we wanted to make our house much more simple. We wanted to make our schedule much more simple, which was brilliant for yeah. us <laughs> because it freed up a lot of those things of, okay, wait, we're busy every single night. Well, no, we're not anymore, you know, because we've simplified things and we've been very intentional. Um, and a word that comes to my mind is serene. I'm trying to create more serenity in my life by not sweating the small stuff, not turning mountains or molehills into mountains right. and, and just not 
not letting situations get the best of me. I keep telling myself it is not the end of the world until it is the end of the world. Right. Or, or if somebody, it's if it's somebody else's issue, I just tell myself that's not my duck. That's right. not my duck. I have my own ducks on my own pond, but that is not my duck. That works. It's not my problem to solve. That works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, another one could be passion. This is one I've been using a lot with a lot of the men I've been working with lately. Is whatever you're doing, do it with passion. Mm-hmm. Even if that means you're just washing dishes, wash them passionately. You know, that, if, that could be personal, relational and business. Absolutely. Wise. It can. And in a different context of that is if you're not familiar with Mike Rowe of Dirty Jobs, he wrote a post <laughs> on Facebook about this. That's a great read. So all you got to do is just Google Mike, Mike Rowe, um, passion, doing what you're passionate about is actually the worst advice ever. Something to that effect, because yeah. he's changed that context of it. And it's and it's a very good read. He's a smart, insightful guy. He is. Yeah. He really yeah. is. So, um, and another word that comes to my mind is committed. Okay. If you know, Perfect. just yep. just make a commitment that by the end of the year, we're going to look back on 2015, and we're going to recognize how no matter what happened, we persevered. We, it, that the D word never came up in our vocabulary. It was not a notion that we entertained. That we were truly committed to each other and to getting through whatever life threw our way. Yep. Yep. Uh, a word that comes to mind is untangle. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to, I got so many complex things going on. I'm going to untangle them though this year. That's my goal. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, cause the thing I like about this is cause resolutions, you know, for them to really work, they've got to be real specific and actionable. Right. Well, smart, right. Yeah. Specific, measurable, attainable, relatable, and time centered. Right. So I like, if you can just narrow it down to, okay, What's my one, what's my focus this year? And because what helped me this past year in 2014 on the intentional was, okay, I would, I would recognize I'd be in the house taking care of something and I would look around and my kids are playing something fun and my wife is involved playing something fun. And I'm like, I'm intentionally not being a part of that. What's that about? You know, and I would just recognize mm-hmm. it. Okay. If I'm intentional and I want my kids and my wife to know I'm into them then I need to get my butt over there and be, be with them. And so yeah. I got up and would go do those things. Or if I was, had something I really want to be doing, I would have intentional about this is what I want to do. And I didn't worry about the results, you know, the feedback from people at times. I would just, this is me. And so it's, I, that's what I, that's the way I frame it. I think this is all incredibly inspirational. Surely somebody will listen to this episode and pick out at least three or four things that will light their fire and inspire them to go in the direction of creating the sexiest, healthiest, most emotionally bonded marriage possible. We sure hope so. Yep. I mean, it could also be, if you talk about just a specific area of your marriage, you could create a word for your sex life and, Mm. and, and share that with your spouse of, you know, I want something... You know, the one that comes to mind is I want quant I want quality. Yes. You know, let's just make sure every time we get a chance to be together, let's just make sure it's quality. Yeah, that we're fully present for yeah. one another. And Engaged. Then, and then you see what happens. So that could be really cool. I'm interested to see how twenty fifteen unfolds for everybody. Yeah, and I like the word engaged. I think that's the I'm gonna make that my word. Go engaged. for it. Fully engaged. Go for it. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Glad you spent some time with us. Thank you. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we hope that 2015 unfolds spectacularly well for you. So we'd love to hear what you think. Send us an email, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Questions, comments, 
concerns, whatever. You can also jump on iTunes. We love hearing feedback and comments. That helps spread the word and more people can hear it. So wherever you are and whatever you're doing, make it a great one. And we'll see you yep. next time. We love you for listening.